I could make an announcement, read the town gate, where all the elders hang out in the morning. You might call it Starbucks. We call it the town gate. They hang out there in the morning. And if you have official business to do, you want to make it public, you do it there. And I could have done it there. And I'll tell you, I thought about it. I don't have much. I'm not a, a wealthy man. But I have my honor. She took it from me. At least that's what I thought then. So I thought about divorcing her right there. Boom. But everybody get some of my honor back. <laughs> but I decided not to do that either. But you know, I'll just be real quiet about it. Make it official, but no fuss, no people. Just move on with my life. And she can move on with it. And then I had a dream. Not one of those fuzzy dreams where you wake up wondering if you're still dreaming or dreaming that you're awake. You know those dreams you have? It wasn't one of those dreams. It was like blinding, spotlight, searing, stabbing dream that wakes you up in a cold sweat. And there's an angel. I swear. There's an angel, and the angel said to me, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save the people from their sins. And I woke up. And I knew what I had to do. And first thing in the morning, first light, I got up, and I went to Mary's house, and I said, Mary, and it was the first time I'd spoken to her since I had heard she was pregnant. Mary, I saw an angel. And Mary said, oh, you saw one too? <laughs> yeah. I said, I'm really sorry. I didn't, I didn't believe you. She said, I don't blame you. And we were engaged. And then things got really crazy. See, first Caesar conquered us, and then he wanted to count us. And a decree was issued out that everyone had to go to their hometown to register. I didn't want to go, but I have to go. You got to go. You can't argue with Caesar. So I told Barry, I said, I got to go. Because I'm from the line of David. I'm a son of David. Which sounds great, right? Joseph, son of David. But the truth is, the kings had lots of kids. Half this nation's running around going, son of David, daughter of David, right? They had a lot of kids. But uh, so I'm from Bethlehem, city of David. I go to Bethlehem to register. But Mary didn't. Only the head of household had to go to register. Mary didn't have to come. She could have stayed home. said, I want to go with you. I said, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm 
85 miles. He goes, we need a fresh start. Okay. We set off. I noticed in a lot of your pictures, you have Mary riding a donkey. I wish. <laughs> we were poor. Young. If we had a donkey, it would have been carrying our food and supplies. If we had two donkeys, the culture would dictate that I would ride the donkey and she would walk. I know if you're shocked, but it's true. We walked that. 85 miles. And a lot of people are walking around, going to their hometowns. And I noticed on the conversations on the road, a lot of them are going to Bethlehem. And they're passing us by. I said, Mary, I know you're pregnant, but come on, honey. we got to move. We're going to be the last one there. And she just looked at me, and she would smile. And she would say, God will provide. And we waddled on. <laughs> and sure enough, we were the last ones there. I think there was one guy after us. I think he was dragging his donkey. He must have been dead or something. I don't know. We were one of the last ones. And I went to the inn. I said to the innkeeper, do you have a place for us? He says, no, I'm sorry. And I played the sympathy card. I said, look! Look! He goes, okay. I got a cave. I got a cave. And so we keep the animals there. Uh, for the guests who are here at the end. Not much, but it's shelter. You can take that. Thank you. We went in there. And it smelled so bad. Had looked at my pregnant engaged fiance and I said I am so sorry. The best I can do. She said, it's all right. It'll work. It'll work. And she got to work setting up a bed and a place for us to sleep. She's organizing it. And then the contraction started. <laughs> yeah. I'm not allowed in the room when a woman gives birth. I've never seen it before. She had, but I hadn't. I don't know what to do. And she's telling me what to do. Okay, first you got to do this, and now you need to do this. And, and it's like she'd done it a hundred times before. And as I'm helping her out, I remember God's words to her. She said, blessed are you who are highly favored. You know how many people in the Bible God calls highly favored? One. 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 I knew right away why God had chosen her. And I had no idea what he was doing with me. 
got some, some extra box that we had, and she, she wrapped them up, and she placed them in the feeding trough. And my whole role in all of this is keeping the animals away, because they're like, oh, yeah, feeding trough. Yeah, let's check it out. Wait. And then these shepherds walk in, like the Marx Brothers. <laughs> Guys are screaming and yelling about angels and running around and looking at the baby, and then they run out. And the whole time I'm thinking, Lord God, why me? Why you pick Mary? Mary's great. Why me?
passes all understanding. Guard your hearts and your minds.